Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 611, where comics originally coming out February 2nd, February 3rd, 2021. Before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming week, Drew, what all we got going on? Well, we just put our order in just yesterday mm -hmm. uh, to Deep Discount Cowabunga, and... It's time to start thinking about next month. So uh, we've got the DC Connect um, previews. Well, not, I guess not previews anymore. The DC Connect, which features February solicits for what What month would that be? May? <laughs> April? <laughs> yeah. February for soliciting comics that will be on sale in April. Yep. So um, it's still we're still in the infinite um, frontier stage, and it kicks off with a new Green Lantern. Yeah, a new Green Lantern and an odd Green Lantern. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Jeffrey Thorne is the writer, and Dexter Soy on art. So they're they're away from, getting away from uh, Grant Morrison. Yeah, they're going away from the the wackadoo Grant Morrison stuff. So interesting. Yeah, uh, that cover there is that. Uh, I think that's the standard A by Bernard Chang. Yeah, pretty neat. Different. And it looks like we're going John Stewart. Yeah, it's from the um, the variant covers. We have uh, Brian Hitch and Alex Maleev, and they're all John Stewart. So, and then the Robin uh, first issue launches, and this is going to be a Josh Williamson book coming off of Flash, uh, along with art by Gleb Melnikoff. Um, looks, it, it looks uh, pretty good. It's a Damian Wayne Robin, by the yep, way. Yep, Damian Wayne has a new mission, winning this, winning the tournament for the, Desney, uh, the Deadly League of Lazarus to prove he's the greatest fighter in the DC Universe. But first he must find the secret island where it's all going down. So eventually, he's got to join Mortal Kombat. It looks like. <laughs> there you go. And then we have Tom Taylor taking um, Batman: The Dark Knight, number one, with Andy Kubert on art. Um, so is this a limited series, or is this a new, new series, new ongoing? No, it says mini series in the solicit. An action-packed European adventure in a new miniseries by Tom Taylor and Andy Kubert. So we're yeah we're not in Gotham. We're in London. So yes, he gets to do Batman, but it's not quite just standard Batman. Yeah. I'll take it though. I'm sure it'll be good. Oh yeah. Is that him packing up one of those covers? Is that him packing up and leaving Gotham? Maybe. Yep. Walking away from kinda, the mansion. That's kind of neat. But then we have the next Batman, Second Son, uh, written by John Ridley, with art by Tony Akins, Travel Foreman, and Mark Morales, which is uh, now know that the events of Future State, Tim Fox is the next Batman spoiler. But what's his origin story? Why has he been estranged from Lucius Fox and his family for so long? So just more future state, uh, that that multiverse. 
So, I mean, our thought was, are they dropping everything from that after those two months? No, it looks like some stuff's going to stick around. Some stuff sticks. Uh, Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries gets a launch. It's a 12-issue miniseries written by Ivan Cohen and Dario Brazilla on art. Um, that's kind of cool. Team up. Scooby-Doo and Batman. Yeah. That'll be fun. All world's ages. World's greatest detectives and world's highest detectives. <laughs> I don't think Scooby ever smoked weed. We don't. We don't. We don't know these these things. Uh, Unless we don't Scooby know what was in those snacks, those could have been edibles. Were those edibles? Yeah, they might have been. <laughs> uh, Challenge of the Super Sons gets a set of seven or a nine issue miniseries. That is a seven-issue miniseries. Seven-issue miniseries. Of course, Peter J. Tomasi doing the writing. Art by Max Rayner. There's currently a, um, a digital first offering for Challenge of the Super Sun, so I'm assuming this is the same thing, and this is the print version of that. Um, but it might be something else. I can't really tell from that cover. But yeah, there already is a there's a challenge of the Super Suns digital offering right now. Then we have Harley Quinn Black, White, and Red, a trade paperback, twenty dollars, two hundred and twenty four pages, um, and the art will only feature three colors: black, white, and red. Yeah, does that when when they do stuff like that? Those little gimmicks. Does that do anything for you? No, the I mean the the thing that does the most for me here is the fact that it's looks like that more sadistic Harley Quinn than I like it so much. But I don't like this format. Yeah. Uh we've got R W B Y or Ruby and Justice League, Ruby being the the root uh the Rooster Teeth series. Kind of the Yeah. And, and Marguerite Brennett is going to do the writing on this with art by a Mechie. Um, uh, I'm going to skip that one. Yeah. I do like the way that they draw Wonder Woman in that, but other than that, I'm yeah. not interested. Uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson taking over for Superman Action Comics with art by Daniel Semper. It looks like there's a backup starring the Midnighter, who we who's who yeah. we have seen circle back several times and things. I I do like the idea that they're bringing back the backup features. Yeah. Um, I, I hate the fact that it's a a four dollar a five dollar book to pay for that. It used to be a didn't it used to be a three ninety nine with a backup or two ninety nine if yeah, exactly. if it didn't have a backup. So now we've just kind of this was this is a holdover from the new fifty two. A lot of the new Fifty Two books that were three ninety nine had backup features because they were the extra. Extra I justify th- that dollar. Was now, it like twenty eight we- pages back then, and now now we're at forty pages? Yeah, it sounds about right. How odd is it that we have Action Comics and Superman all written or both written by the same writer? Well, Bendis was doing that. It, Bendis was on both at the same time. Gotcha. Kind yeah. of, we have the same thing with Philip Kennedy Johnson here. Yeah. And what I'm not sure if Tomasi was doing both or not. Can't remember. American Vampire 1976 is now a 10 issue series. I cannot remember what it was before. Where does it say? Does it say it's now a 10 issue? Yes, the very top. 
do you think do you think it was a like a 12 no, <laughs> i think it cut? was like a, an eight because you tend to not say anything when you cut t- two out you tend to yeah. make a big deal when you offer more yeah yeah so it's good old snot scott snyder uh, James Tinian still gets to play on the main Batman title. Uh, this is with Ghostmaker. Mm. Uh, we're gonna do Jorge Jimenez on art for this for this arc. Good looking Matina cover, Frederiki cover. I'm guessing that's uh, Ghost. Would you call? What do we call him? Guess the, the Ghostmaker. I guess. I that's that's Ghostmaker. Uh, is that on? who that is? I am unaware. Um, more more Batman black and white, uh, this time with Lee Weeks, Jorge Jimenez, and Mariko Tamaki featured. But also Karen Gillan on the inside. I'll take some of that. Oh, Jamie McKelvey. I wonder if it's a Gillan McKelvey Batman book, Batman story. That'd be Five awesome. Six, so it's almost over anyways. Yeah. Batman Urban Legends. This is uh, the second issue of this. So this had Chip. This has Chip Zdarsky. Did the first one have Chip Zdarsky in it? I don't believe so. Matt Rosenberg. So he gets to come over from where he's been living over there in Marvel for a while and do dip his toe in in DC. That's cool. Um, a lot of good artists. A lot of good writers on this. Derek Chu doing a really cool cover. Been really eight dollar book, sixty four pages, so a little more than double sized, I guess. Prestige mm-hmm. format, um, still eight bucks. Come on, You're killing me. <laughs> Batman Superman continues with number seventeen. Gene Yung Lang still doing this book. That Neil Adams Batman Raza Ghoul. Has a uh, a dead man featured on the cover. I'm a sucker for dead man. Tom King doing Tom King stuff. He's still doing that Batman Catwoman thing. Ram V still working on the Catwoman main series. Crime Syndicate's second issue. Uh, was Mariko Tamaki already on Detective last month? I think so. I think so. Huntress in the backup. Ooh. Good looking variant cover there too. You don't see a lot of it, but the little piece I see is neat. Yeah. Sandman's Joker number two from James Tinian. Do you think that's going to be a hit? Yeah. I think there's some punchline stuff that people will follow. I think people like villain-led books. They've done well with villain-led books. I like villain-led books. I don't know if the general public does. And you do, I'm guessing. I do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justice League 60th issue, Brian Michael Bendis, with a uh, Justice League Dark backup. 
I think that's going to be a fun book. Yeah, Black Adam. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to to Brian Michael Bendis' take on this. I think it's going to be good. Man, bad. Here's my Nightwing. I don't know if your variant cover's got any better. No, they haven't been. But I like that Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo. I forgot that's the team from the original Injustice run. Yeah. That I love so much. Yeah, I think you're going to... I'm assuming you're going to enjoy the series again. One way or another, I'm going to force myself to like it because it's like it, it, the best I'm going to get. <laughs> I love from Suicide Squad, we're getting Talon back. I've been hoping to circle back to Talon because Talon's my hope for... Uh, yeah. The, you know, I'm hoping for the, the new Batman movie that we're getting. Uh, to, you know, we've seen some hints of maybe Court of Owls and I'm hoping Talon pops on that. Just because I actually think Talon's a really good, really cool character. And Suicide Squad's taken over, or Robbie Thompson's taken over Suicide Squad, so yeah. that's kind of nice. See what he does with that. Wish I cared about red and blue Superman, don't. They're just using those two colors throughout. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, that actually hurts my eyes to look at it, even just that stock there. Rom V writing Swamp Thing as well. Yeah, we think T Teen Titans Academy might be something. The Tim yeah, Sheridan. Yeah, I jumped on. Yeah. It might be a, a hot book. I like that it's the inaugural class, but not the inaugural class. Were the original earlier issues of Truth and Justice featuring Constantine, or I just not, this? Third? I did not pay a lick of, lick of attention to that book. I don't remember either. This one does, though. Issue three is uh, featuring Constantine. Yeah. Then we get into some cool hardcovers and stuff. But as far as floppy comics, it looks like that's the end of the road. Some neat stuff there. There's a Bizarro Comics Deluxe Edition hardcover. Yeah. That's kind of neat. It's a, a $50 book, 400 pages. I'm sure um, we'll get a discount on that through Deep Discount. But uh, that's kind of neat. How much How much do you like uh, Bizarro? Um, Not at all? A little bit. He's been done. Okay, I I've enjoyed him in some of it. Is he had a run on Red Hood that I actually thought he was a really cool character. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time I saw him in something. It was probably um, Super Sons, maybe. Yeah. But I I enjoyed that. Some people just hate him. I mean, he's easy to hate. <laughs> yes. There's a Crypto the Super Dog. Krypton the Superdog? Crypto. Crypto. Crypto the Superdog. Um, trade paperback. And we're collecting the uh, New 52 omnibus of Justice League. First 24 issues or so. That's an interesting choice. Has that not been collected? I guess not as an omnibus, I guess. 
that and some Wonder Woman 1984 t-shirts, and that's that rounds that bad boy out. Yep, so that's just a look at our uh, DC Connect, just taking a, a little look into the future as to what we're going to order in some stuff. It doesn't look like there's a whole lot of brand new stuff out the gate, but still some neat stuff. Yeah, and the, well, the new ones that they had were um, Batman. Yeah. You know, they were all Batman, and uh, it, I guess that's, I mean, what are you going to do, right? It, yeah. It sells, it sells super well. Um, I mean, obviously, this Dark Knight with Tom Taylor in, in London is the big thing for me. And yeah. then whether I'm going to pull the, tr- the trigger on this Robin Mortal Kombat thing. Oh, I'm definitely going to read the Damian Wayne book. Yeah. I, I think that'll be a lot of very cool um, run there. But yeah. Um, it, again, I, th- I mean, I think they're scaling down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Keep keeping it around, you know, keeping it under maybe under ten per week. Yeah, um, which I think is doable. And it it's encouraging more folks, I think, to go all in. Yeah, you know, you can. It's possible now to read it all if you want to. Um, I mean, sometimes when there was fifteen, twenty books coming out from each. You know, from Marvel and DC, I mean, you couldn't be a, really be all in it and current and stay current. Yeah, I mean, there are plenty of people that buy them all, but they just stack up. They just stack up. Pretty good stuff. And next week we'll take a look at um, Marvel if it's out. Yeah, if it's out and available. Um, but right now, let's take a look at tomorrow's. Or today's hottest comics with yeah, the hot ten. Yep, head over to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com and look at their hot ten that comes out um, each Friday evening. Comes out today on January 29th. Um, let's check out their number one book, and it is Mystic, number fifteen. What? Wow, it's a seventy-five dollar book. <laughs> could be the most hated number one ever. I don't even know the publisher on that. What is going on? I don't. I, there's no. There's no. Uh, they don't, kind they of description they, here. They jumped, uh, first first appearance of Harry Potter in a comic book. Oh jeez. From two thousand one, cross gen. Huh. That's that crazy. is. Nuts. Yeah. And there's an error edition. Oh god. It's an it's an unauthorized appearance of Harry Potter in comic book form from two thousand one. Dang. Oh jeez, we're getting into this now. So that's I mean that's had to have been in the zeitgeist for a while. Why are we just now why is it just now bubbling up or has it I don't know. Maybe somebody just discovered it. Yeah, <laughs> is that what it, is that what it is? And something about a new HBO series. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Okay. All right. Stay tuned for that one. I think that so one's dig be through up. some dollar bins because I'm sure Mystic Fifteen is going to be super easy to miss. I don't know. CrossGen was a that's a weird publisher because it was um. It was a big, big deal publisher for a while, and then it went out of business. And I don't know, if maybe I think like it's hard to find that stuff. I think. Yeah. 
Interesting. At rank two, something is killing the children. At number three, that second print. We've done this before. Returning to the list after reaching number seven back in November when this hit an unbelievable $250. It is now a $400 raw book and 9.8s went for over six sixty. The, the guy was in a shop today and the owner was talking about how he gets new people almost every day adding this title to their pull list. Something is killing the children continuing to grow <laughs> instead of decline. I dropped it. That's crazy. Yeah. What, what am I missing? Yeah. I'm missing I'm missing something. <laughs> and at rank 3 um this tying directly into one division which we've been kicking back and forth a little bit on uh our uh our Slack channel, a lot of one uh, division speculation. So this is House of M number one, the Joe Quesada one in twenty variant that has Wanda um, pixelating in and out on the front. Uh, he was telling the other day that one division is making him want to read this series, go back and read this House of M, um, even if it isn't necessarily based off the storyline. It's a very cool cover, and it's going in price of the last couple weeks. From a sixty or fifty or sixty dollar uh, book to over a hundred dollars consistently. So that's cool. Yeah, you know, I like that. So basically, all Disney Plus series are going to be driving <laughs> up up the the cost of the secondary market. Is that what we've determined now? Yep. And if somebody had done their due diligence and watched the new episode today, we could. <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's some things that we could we could talk directly about, but uh, we well, I, I just didn't want to spoil it for anybody. Oh so. yeah, yeah, much appreciated, yeah. sir. That's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, but boy, uh, Wandavision issue episode four hits hit hits something different. Got a little more exciting, a little, uh, little more yeah. movement. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll hop on that one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. At rank four, we have the Electric Black number one. There are some cool variants of this, as well as a preview, but let's just highlight the good old A cover. Hey, see? See? A man after my own heart. Cover prices, uh, cover price of 15 to $20 after Scout announced this would be a horror cartoon. If you would have read Chris Nelm's Fisherman's Tale a few weeks ago, you may have been inclined to pick this up before the price spike. Just saying. At rank 5, we have Amazing Spider-Man Annual 16. This is from the old Roger Stern and John Romita Jr. and Senior Days. Let's welcome the newest member of the One Comma Club. Nearly doubling in price this week from $600 to $1,000 in its 9.8 form. Kind of shocking, but then again, nothing is really that shocking anymore. What's the deal with uh, this annual? What's the deal? This is uh, Monica Rambeau, which, again, if you had watched WandaVision, we could really talk about. <laughs> but Shuffle. you, you watching up, three, you, you, you know, you, you got some Monica Rambeau in that, right? I didn't pick that up. You no. didn't pick up that that's, that was the neighbor that at the end that had the, sh the sword necklace on? No. Oh, for crying out loud! I thought that was obvious. Uh, no, I've been nodded off halfway through the show, but yeah, yeah. Monica Rambeau, who we got in Captain Marvel, 
with yeah, Maria okay. Rambo. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And then that gotcha. was her in WandaVision three, um, as being described as the outsider that shouldn't have actually been there. Oh yeah. So okay. a lot of really intricate, interesting Monica Rambo stuff. So the, the facade is crumbling. Again, if you don't watch, watch four, we can have four. this conversation. But since you have it, I'm just going to tell you you're a failure. Yeah, all right. Let's. I can live with that. <laughs> At rank six, Port of Earth number one back on the list as the prices have not slowed down. Now selling for thirty-five to forty in the New York Comic Con. Ashcan is over one hundred and twenty-five bucks. We gotta get on these Ashcan lists, Drew. It's driving me nuts. I still just can't see this as having any long-term prospect. Maybe the GameStop buyers have something to do with this spike. <laughs> That's awesome. Holy crap, New Mutants 98. Been watching uh, all collectibles. This shouldn't shock you. A new record high for a 9.8 for $1,600. One year ago, this book was $1,000 cheaper. With the print run... It makes no difference. It's still a popular book. So, New Mutants 98 has gone up $1,000 in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. And it was under $100. Multiple. When I, when I looked at it years ago. I could have picked like, it up for 80 bucks. I was like, eh. In yeah. Eh, I don't know. Maybe. Is it a key? Eh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> At rank 8, Dr. Afra, number 7, the Jenny Frizen 1 and 25 variant, up in price from last week to almost $200, but falling from the top spot just because of how expensive it was upon release. Not too many people went 25 deep on Afra. Pretty sure at this point Marvel could do a first appearance of a green trash can in a Star Wars book and it would get hot. At rank 9, we have that dope Thrawn number 1, Matina 1 and 50 variant. Previous all-time high for a 9.8 was a grand back in December, but almost one year after this, uh, sold for $250. A 9.8 sold for $2,100. This book just doesn't come up for sale much, so the data is sparse. But make no mistake, this is now a monster. And yeah. at rank tw- 10, we told everybody to get to pull the trigger. We made it our spec pick of the week. We said, we don't care. Do it, do it, do it. Star Wars High Republic second print. Of course, why wouldn't it sell for almost 20 bucks? Even though everyone could have gotten this on pre-order. But hey, if it weren't for us lazy people, uh, you non-lazy people wouldn't be able to keep a buck. And see that introducing Kiev Trennis bubble? Now, uh, now where have I seen that type of thing before? What does that mean? I don't know. All the little, all the thing in the lower right hand yeah, corner there, yeah. where they added who were, who were talking, who the main character. Yeah, is. they added a spotlight for quote unquote our protagonist. So actually, I think that's even. I probably should have ordered more of those because of that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. In our honorable mentions, we have "Damned Cursed Children" number one. I have no idea what this book is about, but any cover that is homaging both pre-code EC and The Shining has to be a winner, right? The red-shirted kid's arm, though. It's like for about ten bucks. It's a neat little out there book, wicked cover, very Shining homage. Um, and the other thing they like, the oldie but a goodie that they like to throw out, the Hawk number ten. It's a Matt Baker cover. Haven't had a Baker cover on here in a while, and this one I wasn't even aware of. A 6.5 for 
Sold this week for $2,160. Um, we had a 6.5 listed at about 75 bucks. Um, there are exactly three graded copies in the census, and this is the only copy that we could find that has ever sold. That is pretty darn rare. Yeah. Well, now that we've seen the hottest books of today, let's take a look at the FOC so we can find out what tomorrow's hot books will yeah, be. Yeah, our good friends at Deep Discount Comics send us our FOC list every Friday, and we comb through it to make sure we add things, too. This is how we've saved ourselves on things like uh, Star Wars Old Republic Second Print. This is how we've added those to our list and made sure we don't miss these. We want to always get these whenever we have the chance, especially with how hot Second Prints have been lately, so... Let's come through and find a few things. Of course, let's start with the things that Eric has pulled to the top and said, hey, check this out, guys. Uh, he's starting with Future State Legion of Superheroes number two, the Riley Rossmo cover A, Future State Suicide Squad number two, the Javi Fernandez cover A, Tales from the Umbrella Academy, You Look Like Death number six, the end of that six-issue series uh, with that cool little Jenny Frizen cover. I really like that cover. Spawn 315, there is a 50-copy Incentive Capullo book that you can get for 65 bucks. that Eric's saying, why not? Daredevil 25 has popped a third print out. Of course, this is our first appearance of Elektra as Daredevil. We got her cover on the second print, and we get her cover in pencils on the third print there. So can't beat that. They are still playing around with that storyline, so it hasn't died yet. There may still be some meat on that bone. King in Black Handbook number one uh, for two ninety nine from Marvel. If you want to flip through that, a from Aftershock we have the Nuclear Family. Stephanie Phillips and Tony Shastine on there. Uh, these uh, Aftershock books have been awesome, so no reason not to do it. And such an awesome cover. And for the first time, and I think ever, Eric is featuring a McFarlane toy on the cover and saying, hey, why not get this Spawn 7-inch Mandarin Spawn toy? And it does look pretty cool. But let's not take his word for it. Let's dig through the FOC and see what we can find, starting with our DC items. Yeah, we've got the uh, House of L one-shot. Uh, this is part of the Future, future State um, thing. Uh, the second issue of Aquaman, Future yeah. State, um, second issue of Batman, Superman, uh, last issue of Future State, Dark Detective. Uh, we've got the final Legion, Future State, uh, two of two, along with the final Suicide Squad. And the second of three, uh, Future State, Superman versus Imperious Lex. So if you're enjoying that Future State stuff, there's plenty more coming out uh, and yep. you still have the chance to get those enjoy that dan mora cover a on dark detective i always like his stuff it's a little zoomed out but still pretty cool down into our dark horse items crimson flower getting a second it's second book excuse me i think we'll have to go down to image for me to Yep. be interested in anything and that's going to be the the crossover from number four i'm enjoying that series by donny cates a lot yeah, let's see if we can see anything from this cover as to what's going here we've got a top secret cover our boy uh, mike allred doing the cover for be there being a lot of allred people so that's an option there for them 
I thought B crossover I would recognize more people, but um, it's not what I thought it was. Yeah. There's a B cover for Ice Cream Man 23. I don't know why they're doing two covers now, but I guess it's nothing special. It's nice, but <laughs> I, I like that. it. The Vultures. That's awesome. Philadelphia 12 going to a second print. And but I mean, didn't Ice Cream Man go for a spiking. while? Didn't Ice Cream Man go for a while with just a single cover? So now it's going no, it's, to two covers? I, I feel like it's had an A and a B for a majority of its run. Really? Yes. Okay. For some reason I thought it went for a while without, but maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Oblivion Song, the end of this story arc. At, right, at number th at issue 30. We're going to keep Americana is halfway through. That's, of course, your boy Steve Scroshy. Yep, yep. I've heard good things about this Rain Like Hammers. And uh, the first issue going to a second pro with a completely new cover as well. The Brandon Graham second print is a new cover? Yeah. Savage Dragon um, doing a retro 70s trade dress for its cover bees. Not impressive. <laughs> I don't like those. Jeez, these are some good looking spawn covers. Crap. They are pulling out all the stops. I don't know who, uh, who, who Bjorn Morenz is, but that looks awesome. So you've got yeah, cover A he... by that. You've got cover B by Capullo and McFarlane. Uh, Segovia on the cover C. And then we have an option for a five-copy incentive, which is a sketch, I believe, probably of that... Uh, of that uh, Capullo and McFarlane cover B. And then we have a 50-copy incentive, which is the raw pencils of that as well. I love that because it shows the... Uh, the uh, if that's actually how they're doing it, it shows like the the paper, you know, sketch box outline, which is really cool. And you can get that whole set for seventy five bucks. It's or the mini set. Say what? Or the or the set without the one in fifty for only twelve ninety nine. For only exactly, which is pretty good. That includes the one, just includes the one in five, I guess. Yeah, but I've been impressed with, if that's what the one in 50 looks like, I like the look of that. Yeah. Not that much, but I like it. Uh, Two Moons by John Arcudi, with art by Dave Stewart. I loved Rumble, so that being an option, or that being a, uh, the same yeah. writer is awesome to me. I really enjoyed his Rumble take. It, it's a new horror book, so it's a horror series. That's Civil kinda War. Dope. Yeah. Kind of cool. I haven't seen a good Civil War book for a while either, so these are all things that are uh, scratching itches for me. They're doing second prints on My Walking Dead for I six I know, comic. I saw that. 
I cannot believe this. But the and art the, is so friggin' cool. It's new new art, right? Yeah, like I like I have so many copies of one that I don't ever need any more one. But man, that is a dope looking number number one. Well, I can't get the raws, yeah. so I'm out. But but you got to be in for a penny and for a pound because this is all of our characters decomposing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's cool. I mean, I gotta I gotta do it. I mean. And you know, the, I I don't know that there's, there's ever going to be any long-term value on these. I hope there is. Yeah. Um, I hope there's always going to be Walking Dead collectors. Um, but it's really kind of, I've really enjoyed the first seven uh, re, recolored and yeah. reissued. And, and I, I read them in compendium style because I came late to the party. So I blew through them or hardcover or read, read them as hardcovers. I just can't wait till we get to the later issues where we get into the big city structures and the uh, uh, where we get into the towns where I had a lot of trouble differentiating who the heck was who in black and white. Yeah. And when I can do that in color, I was uh, I could probably enjoy them because I can actually tell who the heck people are. And the, the thing about reading them in hardcovers is you don't get any of the back matter. Yeah. You you don't get the you don't get you don't stop after a, an issue. So you know, you just blow right through that final page turn reveal and move on. And, and it's such a better experience in single issues. Although I loved it in trade as well, but it is a really, really good single issue experience. And all the all the extra uh, fun stuff in the back is is really cool. And they're what they're doing in addition to the original letter hacks, um, letter columns. They're also every six issues or so. They're doing new letters for the colorized stuff. Mm -hmm. So they're collecting like six issues worth of letters, picking some of them, and and doing new new letters next to the original letters, which is cool. Sometimes it's the same guy. That's cool. <laughs> that wrote in um, just fifteen years apart. down into amazing spider-man 60 is a really cool cover is it the uh is it something with webbing no 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 <laughs> this is kind of an older cover i mean it, it, it's it's i like it it's classic like i said don't skip on this daredevil 25 there was actually two third prints there's the Chichetto variant, which is the sketch of the one where she's on the cover. And then Momoko has a ratio, um, a ratioed third printing. Can't see it. Correct. And it's 40 bucks. Correct. Uh... So... I, like who who's out there who's the dude or dudette who's out there like eh, I don't need to see what it looks like eh, I, I, yeah sure I'll take I'll take a forty dollar those are Momoko people Daredevil people electric people and Zadarsky people to so like their family members yes 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 that's exactly <laughs> what I was going for I want to turn our attention to Star Wars Dr. Aphra number seven second print variant. Um, a lot of heat on, obviously, number seven. 
Um, and here we're getting a second print. Of course, the big one on number seven is the, the ratioed variant for that Jenny Frizen. Um, but it, it's still uh, an important book. Um, so don't sleep on the second print. Because what's, what's the first appearance in this? In this? Somebody. And with, my, with friggin' Star Wars, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep. True. A X-Men 18 gets a Momoko cover. That's very nice. All right, Drew. We got to talk about Berserker. Okay. So Berserker is our Keanu Reeves book. Oh, yeah. And it is going to a thousand copy incentive. So they are going super deep on this. Yeah. But it's Keanu. And it's driving the book a good bit. Um, so what, if any level of buy-in, do we want on this? Um, You know, that's going to be so... So many shops that, um, any of the shops that pre-sold the one one in one thousand mm -hmm. are gonna have boxes and boxes of this stuff in the back. Mm -hmm. So does that mean we there's value there? No, there doesn't mean that means all the lower tier stuff are are going to be devalued because of that one in one. But we have a series with one of the. Uh more likable actors of our generation in it, writing it. Yeah. Um, which has, you know, a direct pipeline to, to a series on it. Co-writing, right? In what world does that matter? True. His name's at the top. So, um, I'm gonna go, I mean, if I, if I do anything, I'm gonna do A. Just get yourself a cover A. Yeah, I'm not gonna do... Probably any of the foils. I might. I mean, you could probably it's do an all extra the dollar to do a foil. So you're not gonna do that. Yeah, I might. Maybe. Um, I'm not gonna do any of the ratio stuff because yeah. I'm too cheap for that. So any of the ten dollars and up, I'm out. But the only way to get Dan Mora, which is the dopest of all covers, is it two hundred? Is two one and two hundred? One in 200. So. But, you know, that store that pre-sells the 1,000 is going to have f five of those. Correct. So they're not worth 250 bucks to me. They are if five people have already grabbed them up and you're left in the dark. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully, you know, I'm sure the smart shops are, if they're pre-selling the one in 1,000, they're going to pre-sell the 500s. The two five hundreds that they get, and the five two hundreds, and the ten one hundred incentives—they'll have them all pre-sold. But I'm not paying retail. Is what I'm saying is I'm not going to pay retail for any of the the, in, the incentive covers. Do you think it's going to be anything? Um, so there's always a market for these, right? I mean, I I I I laugh off one in fifties. Like, why would you pay 75 bucks for this? And no, I'm just talking Berserker as a series. I, I don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. What, what do you, what do you, you think it is? You think, think I there's do. something there? I th I'm going to give it credit. I, Cause I heard about it months and months and months ago. So I'm going to 
give it its props for going to be something. I'll definitely think about it. There you go. That's all we can ask. The aforementioned something is killing children on its 15th issue. Drew, any more revelations about uh, we only find them when they're dead? I have no more rev revelations. Excellent. About that. Does any the uh, um, something is killing covers? Click your buttons. They're awesome. These weird boom studios. I assume that's their way of saying no art yet. Which one are you talking about? Any of the those printings that you click now? There, the subsequent printings are are just a a dead boom logo. Oh, the we only find them. Yeah, I was talking about something that's killing children. Oh, sorry. Something that's the one where where you you're, we're seeing like big money for yeah. these yeah. these twenty five copy incentives. That twenty five copy isn't as striking as some of the ones that are just amazing. Yeah. A lot of Red Sonia. A lot of Vampirella from Dynamite. Got uh, that nuclear family that Eric pointed out I'm in the newsletter. Yeah. yeah, it does look pretty good. Care about Blade Runner Origins? No. If you do. I do want to look at the Peach Momoko B. Not too shabaroo. Was Art Germ cooled off for you? Yeah, a little bit. I still really like him, and like I think that's awesome. Reminds me a lot of his uh, shoot, yeah, that one cover he did that I really liked. He like he did a lot of Supergirls that we liked. Yeah, it looked very similar to that. Yeah, there's plenty in here to uh, to think about. I know I'm I'm gonna probably have to buy all the Walking Dead's. <laughs> Really good stuff in the FOC this week. Yeah, definitely. From the FOC, we're going to head over to Cover Price and check out their top ten plus their honorable mentions to see some more books that are heating up this week because we, of course, don't want to miss those things. So, Drew, uh, let's start at number ten. At ten, we have Star Wars Kanan, number one. I've been on Kanan since way back in the day. Um, I was a big... Rebels guy and a big Kanan guy. Right now I'm looking at my hardcover Kanan series right now. Really liked it. Um, this issue features the first appearance of Sabine, Kanan, Ezra, Chopper, Hera, Zeb. All the main characters from Rebels. With all Star Wars heat and loaded issues in this first appearance, this issue keeps going up, 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 up. Moving 34 copies and a high sale of almost 400 bucks for 9.8. At rank 2 from 2014, we have Captain America number 25. Unconfirmed rumors are recirculating that Sam Wilson or Anthony Mackie will take on the mantle of Captain America in Disney Plus's The Falcon and Winter Soldier, which will release March 19th. The rumor is being supported by a recent toy image leak showing the Falcon in the Captain America-inspired costume first seen in this issue, moving 49 copies and a high sale of 250 for a 9.8 CGC. At rank 8, we have Haha ha, number 1, W. Maxwell Prince, 
Um, we've seen scary clowns going like crazy. 108 copies last week. High sale of $35 for an ungraded copy. Almost all covers are still selling well. Have you seen the McDonald's cover, Drew? I don't think so. Oh, gosh. It's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. $34 for Raw still. And everything's holding market value for the sets. see the McDonald's one on eBay and towards the top I'll have to find that and send it to you it's nuts looking oh because of Ronald McDonald okay yeah I got it all right who is a clown at rank 7 Star Wars High Republic 1 the Stephanie Hans variant $140 pre-sale for a CGC 9.8 uh, still crazy hot Avengers number one from 2020 2010 unconfirmed rumors that Azari T'Challa's son of Black Panther and T'Challa and Storm may take the reins of Black Panther mantle in Black Panther 2. His first appearance in this issue moved 30 copies um, and 23 bucks for a raw. Star Wars High Republic number one. Uh, all the other parents are moving well. This is the uh, standard cover A. A CGC 9.8 way for 80 bucks. Rank 4, Future State Teen Titans, number 1. First appearance of Future State Red X. Incredibly hot last week, moving 216 copies. Uh, almost 24 bucks for a, just a floppy ungraded. Uh, this week, another 75 copies and a high sale of 25 bucks for a raw. The aforementioned Star Wars Dr. A for number 7. Star Wars Mania has been steadily driving Star Wars comics to new highs across all publishers over its entire 34-year history. Dr. Afer is a character the fans eagerly await to see her appearance in Disney Plus or in some sort of theaters. Despite this high market attention, retailers tend to still under-order Star Wars books for their shelves. These people are stupid. These are now quickly snatched up, forcing buyers to turn to online sales. Um, issue 7 moving 24 copies and a high sale of almost $15 for a raw already. Um, from Okay, so the, at rank 2 we have Slingers 0 from Marvel Wizard in 1998. Unconfirmed rumors that Sony Pictures developing a Dusk film, a Spider-Man related character that first appeared in Slingers 0, this issue, a free preview bundled with Wizard 88 from 1988, moved 33 copies and a raw going for $35. And we talked about Star Wars A for 7. We have the 1 in 25. Jenny Frizen continuing to be hot. Um, the most comic retailers didn't meet the incentive requirements for ordering a minimum of 25 to even get one of these. Supply could not keep up with demand, making this the most in-demand comic of the week, moving 20 copies $250 for a raw comic of that one twenty-five. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. At 11, we have the Hedge Knight from 2003 Image. Uh, this is a Game of Thrones prequel series in development at HBO. Um, and so this the this is moving 50 bucks for ungraded and there's a rare 2003 convention variant um that sold for 70 bucks interesting hmm. uh 
King in Black, Gwenum versus Carnage, the Inhyuk Lee, one in twenty-five, uh, very high demand, thirty copies sold, high sale of one sixty-one for a raw copy. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man three sixty-one, uh, the Carnage. Uh, we have the nine eights are over a thousand dollars now, and uh, the, there was a high sale this week of nine nine hundred dollars. Uh, Abbott 1973, number one, the Thank You Store variant uh, from Boom. This title relaunch happened just at the right time, sold 42 copies. Uh, had a high sale of four, $32 for raw copies. This is one of those, there's 3,000 of these out there or whatever, 2,500, how many stores there are, right? One per store, is that what we think that is? That's what I'm pretty sure of, yeah. Uh, Ultimate Fallout number four comes in at rank 15. This is the Miles Morales. Uh, first appearance in is now over $1,500. Uh, I believe it. And <laughs> it has a high sale of $1,500 for the CGC 98. $1,525 actually. Uh, Miles Morales number 10 comes in at rank 16. Uh, this book, this is the book to watch due to it containing the first appearance of Evil Miles as Ultimatum with costume and all. Uh, the buyers have listened and it sold 27 copies at a high sale of $100 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 113, the 1 in 10 Matt, Matt Lesniewski variant from just recently. Uh... This is a pretty important issue for Turtle fans. We finally see the dismal future Lita came from, including the first appearance of Taka and Raza, the mutant wolf and snapping turtle from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. This hits nostalgia hard. It sold 32 copies at a high sale of $28 for a raw. How did you not know this? Um, We talked about always picking up these 1 in 10s. But that's a lot of that's a lot of a lot of appearances and origins yeah. and stuff to be jammed into one issue. Dang. Yeah, Toka and Razor, I remember well from the old uh, VHS copies of the Turtles <laughs> Two Secrets of the Use I had. Uh, let's see, rank eighteen, the Vision and Scarlet Witch number twelve. WandaVision is providing more questions than answers, and it has us hooked. Uh, the recent. Birth of the Twins sparked interest in this issue where that originally happened. Selling 20 copies at a high sale of $150 for a, a CGC 9.2. I've got a stack of these. Gonna have to crank those, find those, mm -hmm. send them on their way. Um, Star Wars Darth Vader number 9, the design. Hold on, let's variant. talk about. Okay, so Vision Scarlet Witch. We talked about WandaVision. We've touched a few times. So if you're not watching WandaVision, skip ahead just a little bit we were wondering about whether we wanted to spec on the actual kids but it looks like the spike has been on the actual the actual book that has the birth scene in it more than the actual two characters we get from this i'm banking more on the young avengers being a big thing going forward and so therefore specking on speed and wiccan more so yes. than you know quote unquote the book in which another children are birthed Unless they stay as babies the whole time. Again, we can talk. Gotta watch, I gotta watch the new it. Yeah, episode, and then we right. can talk some more. <laughs> gotcha. 
gotcha. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader number nine design variant one in ten. Uh, I wanted to circle 20, back and get this, but not at twenty six bucks. Yeah, twenty seven copies sold and high of twenty six. And rounding out the top twenty, of course, Spawn number one from nineteen ninety two. Another bestseller, and now selling for $160 for a CGC 9.8. You can still find them. <laughs> yeah, you, you absolutely can. And now it's time for our sneak peek, and uh, let's go to... Lunar. Our good, uh, yeah, our good friends at Lunar, and see what DC has to Lunardistribution.com, and we are going to find our new releases for February the 2nd. We're stuck in Groundhog Day. And let's see what DC has for us. Well, let's talk about these second printings, future state second printings, where they're doing these design variants. Um, so we've got Dark Detective 1, Harley Quinn 1, uh, Future State, Next Batman 1, uh, Swamp Thing 1, um, Wonder Woman, and is that it? And Next Batman 2. Mm -hmm. All going to second printings. All getting design <coughs> variants uh, that in the past had been one in twenty five relegated to one in twenty fives. Um, these are all three ninety nine books, um, right? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not all of them. No, the the the, the no, Batman Batman's stuff obnoxious, is obnoxious. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Batman's an eight dollar book. What do we think about? Prices on those. Uh, they're awesome. Get them. They're really cool looking. Well, which one is the which is the breakout? Uh, which is the which well, is the one that's going to have a combination of people wanting it and scarcity? Wonder Woman and Harley. You think that Future State Wonder Woman might be the one? Yep. Yeah. And then Harley, I think, is a good looking one as well. Yeah. Or, I mean, Swamp Thing's probably going to be the least ordered, but I just don't know if people are... Maybe if they care. Yeah. Now, what's this Future State Superman of Metropolis? Cover B. Look at that. Inhuk Lee cover. Holy mm -hmm. moly. That's why people like that guy. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Of course, Frizen looks great on Wonder Woman 2. Well, the Flash stuff looks good. They all look pretty darn nice. Yeah. Um, but for me, aside from those second prints, not a whole lot of interest in some of these DC books. Oh, the, the Tom Taylor Hellblazer stuff. Yeah. Uh, the final issue of that um, is out with a Sean Phillips B cover that is really great. Mm -hmm. And then the first issue of Man Bat as well launches. Um, I, I don't know that this, I don't know that there's going to be any interest in this. Yeah. Man Bat, the uh, Moon Knight of DC. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many times he's been relaunched, but 
he's had a couple of chances, right? He's had several chances. Yeah. Head on over to our previews world, previewsworld.com, February 3rd release to start where we love to start. Let's start with our boys in image. Deep beyond, we're going underwater, we're going post-apocalyptic and an underpopulated future Earth. Um, this could fill my low gap. Yeah, that's true. course uh image jumping into the facsimile edition stuff but um <laughs> no near the grails that we're getting from other things with these with their uh, things are you talking about graphic fantasy yeah yeah the the, the hard to find first appearance uh, of first... savage dragon yeah yeah um yeah it's a steep price too but if you can't find it, you can't find it. This is true. And if you, if you want that for your collection, there you go. Mm -hmm. um, I, I forgot about the Stepan Sejic being my favorite cover of the Deep Beyonds. Image first versions of Ascender, Bitterroot, Die, Philadelphia, Mercy, Old Guard, Undiscovered Country. Always like to see those $1 image firsts. Give it a chance to jump back in and start those books up. And some of them, I mean, like everybody seems to get an image first now. I th it used to be like... Only the heavy hitters. Only the heavy hitters. And now it's just like everybody who's had a series. Yeah, your series made it to four issues. Let's give you an image first. And issue eight of Walking Dead Deluxe. Very cool. Down into Dark Horse, where Fear Case number one is a Matt Kent book, a new horrific detective series. Yeah, that looks with good. the uh, artist from Grass Kings. I, I very much enjoyed that book. I can't believe there's still Overwatch comics. Yeah, that series is still going. Wasn't just a one and done. Continuing Tracer's background stories. From IDW, we have Chained to the Grave. Brandon Lavelle, Andrew Eschelbaum, Kate Sharon on art. Sounds freaky. Another Lakefeld uh, Snake Eyes cover. Yep. Yeah. And then third print. There's our third printing of the last Ronin. Yes. And then you were very high on Star Wars High Republic Adventures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I grabbed that first one on those just to see if they were doing anything for High Republic on this first one. Um, since the uh, Marvel version of the book can do no wrong, I thought 
by far less people will dip into the IDW waters here. So maybe there's a tertiary or, or secondary character that we're going to get from this area that their first appearance will pop in here or something like that. So we shall see. Yeah. Yes, exactly. like Transformers Beast War stuff. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man 101 Facsimile Edition is our Morbius. Of course, we're eventually going to get to that t to that movie coming out, however they decide to release it. 55 going to a second print is the red webbing version of 55. This one Those will also fun. be sought out. This will also be a pretty dope one. Go get it. Yeah, King and Black, Black Knight. So the Black Knight deal duels the King and Black. Very fun back and forth there that he's doing. Star Wars 11. Spending a lot of time in space with a lot of space stuff, a lot of fleet type things with Commander Zara. Um, we're setting up squadrons characters, it looks like, and, you know, de dealing with our wedge Antilles and stuff. Um, not my favorite versions of Star Wars. I'm more of a get on the ground and swing a lightsaber, but to each their own. Our action figure is Max Rebo. He's just a weird-looking elephant. <laughs> That's it for Marvel. We got nothing in Dynamite. Boom's pretty light. Well, there's Luna. And that's that Maria Lovett. Uh, she's the one that did Faithless, right? With um, Azarello. It sounds right. Yeah, the art style is pretty unmistakable. Yeah, that's her. Jenny Frizz. So this could be. Yeah, that's gonna be. That's gonna be pretty good. People like her. Spectre and Spectre is a little bit more all agey. I do like that, though. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, number one, sold very well, going to a second print. This is something that has already been a film, already been a uh, a series, and then then we're getting the comic book after Yes. Okay, Kyle. So, down in the... Other publishers, we have Cavewoman Metal Age. Why wouldn't one of these be a throwback woman in peril cover, scantily clad woman in peril cover, uh, in in a future? So forty hot years down the road, we're gonna be like, boy, these Cavewoman covers are. Something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what's the difference? Because these cave woman covers have been coming out and they look the exact same thing and have for the past 10 years. 
and have way larger print runs, I imagine, than some of the other stuff. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, it, well, yeah, maybe just others. They just have. There's not that many of yeah. other ones still in existence. We have encoded number one from Devil's Do. I haven't had a Devil's Do comic in a while. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's an eight dollar Devil's Do. Written by Josh Blaylock and Mark Powers, um, with Phil Hester doing the cover. We like Phil Hester. Redemption number one is a artist writers writers and artisans book, one of five. Krista Faust writing that one. A dusty desert town of redemption survived the apocalypse, but is hanging on by a thread. A despot rules the town with an iron fist and controls its most precious resource, water. So it's post-apocalyptic, but western. Okay. And our boy Frank Cho gets the cover B. Alright. That's pretty awesome. Uh, they Fell from the Sky, number one, is a Mad Cave Studios book. Um, the writer is Liesel Buenaventura, and the artist is Xavier Terrega. And I did a really good job with their names yeah, this time. Yeah. I'm, I'm very proud of myself on this. Um, Tommy Murphy is just an ordinary kid. He goes to school, hangs out with his friends and fanboys over his favorite TV show. When a chance encounter in the woods thrusts him into an unlikely friendship with an otherworldly creature. He is forced to navigate bullies, family squabbles, and tween woes. All while trying to prevent an interplanetary war. Nope. <laughs> you don't, you've got tweens on the way. Yeah. You don't want to yeah. deal with any of that. I shall not be reading about them. <laughs> and that's all I've got for me, Drew. This is the point of podcast where I, where I ask for your pick of the week. What is the one book to make sure you dip in, grab, because it's going to be a big one. I'm not going to let you take my Star Wars book from IDW, so just so we're clear. You're not doing another Star Wars book, are you? Yeah, I'm doing my, my IDW, my Star Wars High Republic so, Adventures. So, like, for four weeks in a row, your pick has been a Star oh, Wars. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm consistently making our listeners money. How dare I? It's true. It's true. It's How makes our dare our, I? makes my Instagram boring. No, That's all. But you do what you you do you you throw I'll, in some I'll be the one you spice up your own Instagram. I'll be the one who digs deep and finds Spectre Inspectors number one from Boom Studios. I like it. I like it. Well, we thank you guys for tagging along with us. Um, just a reminder: we have a Patreon now. We are. Uh, for, uh, I believe, our second level tier, giving access to a Slack channel that we have been talking all kinds of fun stuff about, some of the uh, spoilery stuff about WandaVision and some of the other stuff we're looking at. Uh, just a nice, fun little place to hang out. So if you're interested, jump into that. Um, if not, make sure you're following us on all our socials, our Twitters, our Facebooks, um, Andy's boring Instagram, those kind of things. <laughs> uh, make sure you're along for those. If you found some other treasures in this week that we missed, make sure you swing back around and tell us, hey, don't forget this book. This is the one to have. Or if you just want to pat me on the back and say, of course you're right with that book, Kyle from IDW. 
How could you not? I don't know why your brother's such a jerk to you. Feel free to toss that in as well. He'll never read that on the air. He'll pretend it didn't happen, but I'll feel better about it. So just so we're clear. So we thank you guys. So for Drew and for myself, see you.